welcome to another episode of Mindful Molly with me, Molly Kaluve, a space that challenges growth, self-awareness, and reflection in the most mindful way possible. I just want to say a big thank you for everybody that has been listening, giving me feedback, sharing the podcast. I appreciate and I'm so grateful for each and every one of y'all and y'all keep sharing it with as many people as possible. It's amazing. Um, you know, the feedback I've been able to get from each and every one of y'all and just hearing how it's, a, you know, impacted different people in different ways. Apart from that, I just want to apologize. I know I've made y'all wait an extra week for this episode. I was just not in the right place to be pouring into y'all and you know, I don't want to put myself or force anything that is not supposed to be. And if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be, but I'm back and, you know, I'm looking forward to this episode. It's something that's holding... <laughs> I'm holding like very close to me and yeah with that being said let's just get right into today's affirmations so on today's episode I will be discussing um you know our ability to control our emotions um and the title is your happiness starts with you. So how you can actually take control of your emotions and be the one in control. So of course, it's only right, as always, that the affirmations for today align with that. So today's affirmations are, I master my emotions by changing my thoughts. I am in complete control of my reactions to life. I accept all my emotions, but keep and sustain only the positive ones. So with that being said, let's get right into the episode. So today we're talking about emotional control and the reason as to why I like to say your happiness actually starts with you. Nobody else (laughs) can bring you happiness if you're not bringing yourself happiness, as cliche as it sounds. (laughs) But, you know, I just wanted to look at it in the perspective of emotional control. So I won't really be dwelling too much on happiness, but... What I say can be applied to any and every emotion. And the reason why I came to this is because when I start to think about it, as human beings, we tend to underestimate our abilities just as much as we overestimate them. Like there are things, (laughs) you know, we overestimate ourselves. I mean, to be fair, I don't think there's really much (laughs) you can overestimate estimate when when it comes to you because you can take yourself and you are as big as your mind allows you to be um, as big as you allow yourself to be and with that we just tend to think that we're not capable of doing much we've built the idea and we've allowed others to build the idea for us that we're kind of helpless beings the last episode I talked about you know manifestation and when I was discussing uh Wow, English. When I was discussing uh, manifestation, I talked a bit about co-creation and the fact that we are co-creators in our current reality. And because we are co-creators, we we also have control. I mean, not just of ourselves, but even the reality before us, our physical plane. We play a role in creating what it is now, you know, what it's become thus far. And if you're able to do that, why don't you think that you're able to control yourself and have control over ourselves? 
you know, we allow ourselves to slip from the p- position of control and power and influence, you know, and rule over our emotions and instead become victims to our emotion and reality, you know. And the thing about victim mentality is it turns us into these helpless beings waiting to be saved. That's why we're always looking for love. And, you know, when I talk about I, I'm looking for love, personally, I'm, I'm looking for divine love, which comes from myself, which comes from my higher self, you know, comes from a higher being. But when people talk about looking for love and they want to be loved, it's never in regards to love that they need to build within themselves. It's more focused on love from somebody else. And that also comes with the idea that somebody else is in control and other people are in control of your emotion, yeah? And because we dwell so much on these ideas and because we dwell so much on these either negative or positive events that evoke or bring about certain emotions, we tend to, you know, become victim to those situations, become victim to other people controlling our emotions because we're not trying to get ourselves out of it. Instead, we are bound, you know, into this constant cycle of searching for something more outside of ourselves. You know, and and one of my favorite books is actually called The Power of Now. And the author just talks about how a beggar sat on a box and the box had gold, but the beggar didn't know because the beggar was always waiting for somebody else um, to bring about, what do you call it? To bring about, you know, bring money, like give money. And one day, you know, he passed. Well, this is like, you know, this is how the story goes. He passed and, you know, the beggar asked, um, can I have some money? And the author basically just said, like, <laughs> you already have it. It's 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 right, you know, check. Have you checked the box beneath you? And, you know, he checks the box beneath him and realizes that. And sorry if I'm moving a lot because I'm looking for the exact quote. <laughs> he realizes that there's a box of gold beneath him, you know, all along what he was looking for, what he was searching for, he already had. And it's because he was so focused on the idea that somebody else needs to give him his wealth, somebody else needs to put him in a certain position, that the beggar did not realize what he had within him, you know. And the quote that came after is, you know, those who have not found their true wealth, which is the radiant joy of being and the deep unshakable peace that comes with it are beggars even if they have great material wealth and what that means is if you're not somebody who realizes that your happiness your joy is already with you and is within you and you have control of it and you have control of your happiness you're never going to be anything more than a beggar no matter what you achieve or get in this lifetime even no matter what type of love you get to experience from somebody else you will never really be wealthy in terms of you know, emotionally wealthy, if that makes sense. But I feel like I kind of rambled a bit, but I had to share that with you guys. Um, Yeah, and from the same book, though, <laughs> one other thing um, I really picked up on, and that's mentioned a lot of the time in terms of what people have gained from this book, is pain is a result of resistance to things you cannot change, you know? And, and 
the reason I mentioned this is because a lot of the time when it comes to the discussion of how do you actually control your emotions, a lot of people are kind of stuck on like, you know, if somebody is lost, if you lose somebody, if you you get hurt, how are you just supposed to be in control of, of that? And it's simple. I want you to pay attention, you know, for those of you that's managed to heal from, you know, either a loss of somebody or, you know, pain. The shift, the moment you stop feeling that pain as much, or you stop feeling the pain in general, is the moment your mind shifted from looking at it like, oh, my days, like, you know, I lost somebody. I don't have this person in my life anymore. And it shifted to, oh, they were such a beautiful, amazing person. I learned so much. I gained so much from them. You know, it was an amazing, beautiful experience that I'm so grateful for, you see? Now, when you dwell on the negatives, and when you focus on something, that is what you start to feel. You know, when you focus on a certain emotion, when you focus on a certain thought, and that's why one of the, you know, the affirmations were that, you know, my thoughts, you know, become my emotions, you know. I master my emotions by changing my thoughts. That was one of today's affirmations because that's how it works. You know, it's our thoughts first. And that's what I talked about still in the video, the <laughs> my bad episode about manifestation. It's, you know, you first think it, then you feel it, then it becomes your reality. And it's the same way when you're talking about controlling your emotions. You first have to learn to control your thoughts. And that's by focusing and dwelling on the right things, which you need to like train your mind and put your mind in a position where you instinctively just focus on the better half of every situation you're always looking for the silver lining without even trying to it just becomes part of your nature you know so i just kind of put together this is not like a clear one two three four like do this do that then do this these are just like key points and reminders and things you should look at and focus on if you're trying to learn how to be more in control of your emotions so one is be more aware of your triggers and be careful you know be careful and carefully observe your reactions because when you become more aware of some of the situations that you are getting mad at, you can also start to train your mind and look at these different situations in a different perspective. You know, you're able to also avoid certain situations so that you're not even put in the position to start reacting or feeling a certain or particular type of way. The other thing is understand that what you focus on is what you will feel. If you focus on the pain, you will feel the pain. If you focus on the good, the positive, that is what you will feel. So you need to train and fo- not even train yourself, but like <laughs> focus on the good things in life. As hard as it can be, it is very much doable. And that's how you take charge of your emotions because you're focusing and you're putting your energy into the positive things. And therefore, negativity and negative energy no longer has that power over you. And I say this and I had to, I know I felt like this was something very much needed because recently I've just been asked, like, how are you doing so well? And you've lost, you know, somebody because I did uh, lose certain people like not too long ago. And it's just that I've reached a point where I've, I understand that I'm the one in control of my emotions. And, you know, a lot of us hold on to the pain and we resist, you know, <laughs> resisting, you know, things you can't change simply because we are afraid to feel guilty for being okay we're afraid of feeling you know the guilt that may come with you actually being fine 
and you realize like no there's nothing wrong with being okay it doesn't change anything it's just you've put yourself in a place where you understand that what's happened has happened and you can't change it the most you could do is focus on the positive things the good things it's not easy at all (laughs) it's really not you still have your bad days but the more you do it, the more you realize the kind of influence you actually have over your, yourself. Now, apart from that, understand that nobody else can control your emotions or reactions but you. It's a tough pill to swallow. But no matter what anybody does to you, you are the reason you react the way you do. People can do terrible things, but we are still in control of our reaction to those terrible things. And a lot of the time we find it, you know, easier, especially when we have such negative or unusual quote unquote reactions to certain situations. And we like to say it's their fault. If they didn't do it, I wouldn't have. But the truth of the matter is we are the ones in control of our reactions because we are not helpless. (laughs) We're not hopeless. We actually have the power to hold back, to not react in the way that we do sometimes. And I know for some of you, and this was for me one of the hardest things to realize, is that you finally realize that no matter what happened to you in your past, the way you treat people in your future, the way you react to certain situations is not a result of what happened in your past. It's because of a choice you made in regards to your past. Because we all make that choice to react. We all make that choice to to become a different person, to change. It starts with us, nobody else. Nobody can pressure you, nobody can force you, you know, into becoming or can choose for you <laughs> when it turns into you, you know, behaving or becoming this different terrible person or this great person. It's a choice you made. You made that choice. And the last and kind of final thing for me is allow all emotions, but focus on the positive. And this was also one of the affirmations. You need to understand like, yes, certain things will happen. Like you'll face loss and loss by its nature. It's a painful thing. (laughs) It's a painful thing. Like you will feel the pain. It's not that the pain isn't there. It's the fact that even with the pain that has come as a result of the immediate, you know, experience, you now make the decision to focus on the positive. Despite the hurt from previous relationships, you focus on the positive, your growth, your development, the fact that you can now move on, the fact that now you know better. Yes, you know, by human nature, sometimes you'll still feel some type of way and stuff, but it's now building yourself and working towards being the type of person that no longer gives those negative emotions power over you. You realize that you are the one in control. And that's all I have for today. I just want to thank you guys for listening in, you know, and for all this support again. And it means so much to me. It really and truly does. And I hope everybody has had a blessed two weeks since the last time I got to share with you guys. You know, stay blessed, stay compassionate, be kind, be loving, be mindful, be conscious. And most of all, take care.